happy anniversary. If you are a first-time visitor today, you have picked a great day to come because today is Southwoods Christian Church 31st anniversary, so we can clap for that. It's, it's been a ride, and as with all things, um, you know, there's been highs and lows, but the one thing that I can tell you with extreme certainty is that God has been the leader of this church from the very beginning and always will be. And that's not always true these days, right? So before we get started, today's a great day. We have a lot of people who are going to come up and give their testimony, maybe their story, just about how they came here and what Southwoods has done in their life. But those stories this morning couldn't even be told if Greg and Lori hadn't first agreed to start the book, the very first story of Southwoods Christian Church. So 31 years ago in April when we had our first service, that was the culmination of a life being led by God and the faith to follow his leading and come here and plant this church. So that deserves a huge round of applause. Thank you for all you guys have done for all this time. And uh, there's a lot of things that, that Greg and Lori love, and there's a lot of things Greg specifically really enjoys in life and, and, and loves, and obviously God and his family and this church. Um, but there's something else Greg loves a lot. It's, we kind of don't talk about it very much, but it's um, a small addiction to ice cream. And if you ever visit his house in his freezer, there's something here and then ice cream, like all the way down. So we thought because we love you and celebrate our 31 years that there's a little place here in town that has ice cream that has how many flavors? So a few of you out here, if you look under your seat and reach way in front in the little, uh, little uh, basket, maybe you'll have a little gift card in there in honor of our 31 years and Greg's love of ice cream. You can steal it from your neighbor. Feel free to dig around until you find it. And then last but not least, we thought we would give you a little glimpse into what some of us up here on the platform were doing in 1990. Cue photo. <laughs> Greg's the only one up there that doesn't look a day older. Right? Snapshots from 1990. Well, it's an honor to be with you guys this morning. We're super glad that you are here joining live stream or in person. We invite you to stand up and worship with us on this incredible, incredible day. Let's do it. Happy to be here this morning. Let's hear it, Southwood. Sing it nice and loud. Yeah. 
go. Sing it with me. This is what living looks like. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. For fear cannot survive. We'll 
real quick. As we continue on in our worship this morning, we just want to remind you of ways to give here at Southwoods. And uh, um, you can go online. You can uh, leave it here in one of the baskets in the back. And uh, you can also uh, drop it off at the church anytime. Why don't you go ahead and have a seat for just a minute? asked to describe what it meant to me to come back to Southwoods after being gone for seven months um, due to COVID. Um, I can honestly say that it's a totally different experience. You know, you're at home, you're watching it on TV, you might sing the songs or you might say, you know what, I'll just wait and listen to Greg's message and, you know, maybe go to drink, maybe go to the bathroom or, you know, or you're doing something, but you're not totally engaged. Um, I can kind of compare it to a Chiefs game. So let's say you're watching the Chiefs game on TV and you're like, oh, you know, I think I'll work on my jigsaw puzzle while I'm watching the game. So you're not totally all in. But if you were at the game, you would totally be all in, right? You'd be cheering for the team, clapping, booing the other team. You'd be totally engaged. And that's kind of what it's like going to Southwoods um, in person. So you're engaged. You're with other people. You're um, listening to the music and it moves you. Um, I feel like it brings you closer to God because you're, you're all in. So um, if you have a chance, opportunity, uh, I would say come to Southwoods in person um, to get the true experience. had a little rest. If you would stand back up with us, we're going to continue to worship and dive in. I love this song. It is a complete plea, if you will, uh, to God to build our lives the way the way that he's trying to lead us. And uh, it's about surrender, and which is a really hard thing to do sometimes. But I encourage you to kind of let that just soak into your heart this morning as we sing this song. of every song we could ever sing, worthy of all the praise we could ever bring, worthy of every breath we could ever breathe, we live for you.
about how Jesus is like no other name. Holy, there is no one like you. You know, we're going to be taking communion here in a, in a bit. We'll participate in this communion. But you know, one of, the, one of the things that is really amazing to me in this, in this thought with um, our discussions with God, I guess, that happens even during this, this moment, is the amazingness that Jesus goes before us. In, in Hebrews, it talks, in fact, I'll just read it. In Hebrews chapter 4, it talks about Jesus is our high priest. And you think about it, I mean, the high priest would go, and they would, they would go before God on our behalf, and they would um, do things that would, um, they would uh, do sacrifices, they would go and uh, burn incense and a, a variety of other things that would just be um, lifting up from, from the people to God. And would try to make it right between us and God in some different ways. But it never actually fully worked and until Jesus came and he gave his life. That's what really completely covers all of our sin. But the fact that he is not only high priest, 
but that he is one of us is a pretty amazing thing. Here's what it says. So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, he has been in heaven. Jesus, the son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weakness. For he faced all of the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. You know, sometimes we forget that God, that Jesus was fully God and fully human. What an amazing thing that he can understand our world. He can understand us. Yet he was without sin and he has been in heaven. He is the perfect intermediary between us and God. And we celebrate that here with this communion. So after this next song that we're going to be singing, I want you to, to, th- to spend some time thanking, thanking Jesus for the sacrifice and the fact that he goes before God on our behalf. We have a defender who is God. Let's, uh, we're going to sing this next song, and I uh, just encourage you to listen to the words and, um, and maybe even kind of use them as a prayer as we sing this next song.
just pray together. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy. Thank you for 31 years of your working among us. You're so good, so kind, so merciful. And we thank you that the best is yet to come. Look forward to your return, Jesus. We look forward to the transformations in all of us that will occur between now and that time. And and certainly the, the grand one that will occur when you return. But so grateful, so grateful for your goodness. So, Lord, we just want to say happy anniversary to you as we begin all of this. Thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice and your mercy among us. It's in Jesus' name. We lift this prayer and everybody agreed with me and said, Amen. Well, happy anniversary, Southwoods. It's, Let's try that again. I know there's more anniversary pinned up in there. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. There you go. It's great to see you today. and thrilled that you chose to be with us here in person or online if you're viewing us today via Facebook or our live stream. We're so, uh, so grateful for that. Uh, it's a privilege to be here together. This is always one of the highlights uh, of the year, this uh, particular weekend of the year. Last year, it was a low light. Because none of us could be here. You remember? We did it all virtually. So it was, still, it was still a highlight. It was just, it felt odd. But it feels great to be, uh, to be together this year, even though we're still kind of distanced. Uh, I know as more and more people get, vaccine, uh, get vaccines and so forth, people are kind of squeezing together. Some of you who know each other who've had the vaccine and so forth. But just thrilled that you're here and praise God for that. And uh, thrilled that you're tuning in with us today. 
You know, uh, what makes this day special is not just that the church is 31 years. It's that 31 years ago today, God really began working in the midst of all of us that we think of as Southwoods Christian Church. You know, the church is not a building. It's not this building in our West Building. I mean, these are just places. They're facilities. That's how we often refer to them. I mean, this just facilitates what God's doing in the hearts and the lives of all of us. Oddly enough, with all of the technology, I began to think in terms of like even the ability, the cameras and the the, the live streaming equipment, all of that. This this just facilitates what God is doing. And so it's 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 all a new way of thinking for us. But it, what matters is that God's at work. Because if he's not at work in this place and in your life and mine, guess what? You know, we're we're just sort of having a, a Kiwanis Club meeting or something else and 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 we could probably be mowing the lawn this morning or something else. You know what I'm saying? But because we're here, because God's Spirit is at work among us and has been for 31 years, it deserves a pause for us uh, every year to just say thanks to Him. And uh, part of what we do is give some folks here who are part of Southwoods every year an opportunity to share the difference that God's been making in their lives since coming here. And uh, this morning is no different. We're going to have uh, uh, four different, uh, actually four groups of people are going to be sharing and this, uh, just to give you a heads up, uh, for those of you who just will be watching, Kent and Joanna Jones will be sharing. Actually, Joanna will not be sharing. Uh, Gideon will be in her place uh, today. Uh, Isaiah, their, their youngest, uh, woke up sick this morning, and uh, so little, and uh, throwing up. And so Joanna is not here. So we, we miss her. But Kent's going to share. Uh, Rob and Jean Ewing is going to share after him. And then uh, Darlene Barner is going to share, and then Harrison and Ashley Cush will share. And uh, basically what they're going to be talking about is the difference that God has made in their lives since coming to Southwoods. And here's my invitation to you. I give it to every year. Just an opportunity for you to, to thank God as, as they share. Just thank God for what he's been doing. Because guess what? What he's doing in their lives, he's doing in other people's lives too. And there are people that you know, and, and probably some of you, you know, could... could Tell your story this morning. So thank you for that. But also I encourage you to listen to see what God may want to say to you this morning through their experiences. Because here's the thing. None of us is, none of us is just an individual. We like to think in our day that we're all individuals. But the truth of the matter is we're all humans. And we all struggle with this thing called sin. We all are raising families of some sort. We've got relationship dynamics. We've got just challenges and and as you listen to how God's been at work in these folks' lives, I promise you, if you just listen and just say, Lord, what do you want to say to me this morning? He'll bring something to your mind as they share that will encourage you or nudge you in the right direction and help you to be even more grateful this morning that you're here than you were when you walked in the door. So um, without any further ado, uh, Kent, start. Uh, go ahead and come up here. Kent's going to share first, and then Rob and uh, Gene Ewing, and then Darlene Barner and Harrison and Ashley Cush. Encourage you to just listen as they do. Okay. This is Kent. Kent, who normally is at the drum set, but uh, without drumsticks in his hands. So come on up, buddy. Thank you. Well, good morning. Uh, yeah, Joanna can't be here, and I know she feels really bad for not being here. So, 
hopefully this paper stays up here. So this is what she wrote uh, if she was going to be here, uh, but I'll read for her. Um, so good morning, everyone. Um, I am Joanna Jones. Uh, this is my husband, Kent. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was talking to Kent after work, and he mentioned the Pastor Greg. I called him that day, uh, knowing that it was anniversary Sunday, time of the year. Um, I said two words. Oh no. Um, then I said, then I said, well, you will do great. Uh, he then informed me that it would not be just him speaking, uh, but me as well. Um, I'm going to be transparent with you right now. I was not a big fan of that idea, but by God's or by the grace of the Holy Spirit and peer pressure from my husband he says, I am here, but I'm not here standing. Um, even though I stand in front of a class of students and crack jokes all the time, sing and my kids are really lucky, even dance. Uh, public speaking to a room full of adults is a different story. Uh, so please bear with me. Um, so we began our journey with Southwoods back in 2013. We only lived in the air for a little over a year and had been searching for a church family. Uh, we had tried many churches, never seemed to find the right fit. Um, and then one summer we wanted to essentially get involved with the community. Uh, so we began exploring food pantries to volunteer at. Um, the one that caught our eye was run by a local church that had a cute name, Jesus Cute. Um, loaves and Fishes. Uh, that church happened to be Southwoods. And I contacted uh, Jackie um, and got information for, for volunteering, perverse volunteer day on the calendar. And so, funny story so the day before we were supposed to come, my car was stolen. Um, <laughs> first, first week of work, too, at my new job. Um, so that was crazy. Um, so at that, after, we got it back four hours later, um, but I had to start with a screwdriver. Um, so we started the car with our flathead screwdriver, um, and it honks every time you turned it on. <laughs> and so we made our way to the church, and um, um, so anyway, we made it that church. Uh, clearly, didn't, Satan didn't want us to be there because of all that was going on. However, we got there and we greeted by Jackie and Myrna and Larry Rose. Those precious people are a huge reason that we fell in love with Southwoods and knew that we wanted to be a part of this community. Um, we ended up attending church that Sunday and we were hooked. I dove right in and she volunteered VPS that very next week. Um, Tara sought me out within like a week of, it's like, I heard you play drums. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And so, you know, I eventually did that. Um, and so another part of that was we wanted a church um, that would anchor us and that we can get involved and serve. So doing church and then a big blessing for Joanna was that she got um, a teaching offer an opportunity uh, through the church. Um, and for her, uh, Southwoods and the amazing ladies of the women's ministry were there through her through some very difficult times when we were first here. Um, and we've been blessed with two beautiful boys. I promise I have another one. Um, and we're excited to watch them grow and, and thrive in the family of believers. And we're incredibly thankful for this church. A uh, special place to call home, and uh, the difference it has made in our lives is more than she can put into words. Uh, so thank you, Southwoods. Um, and all credit to her because you know she was the one that found it and pulled me in to come. So um, all kudos to her, and what a difference it's been in our lives. Um, so for me, I wanted to—I'm sorry if I'm going too long, too— um, 
I wanted to answer the statement directly uh, to Greg. So the difference God has made in, in my life since coming to Southwoods uh, is uh, reigniting the importance of legacy uh, and developing a sincere desire to serve the church. Um, I grew up in Northwest Arkansas for most of my life and um, went to one main church for the majority of it, um, but it helped ground my understanding in what kind of church I wanted uh, to be a part of. Um, I grew up with a very strong core family uh, through generations and generations that was you know, passed down a strong faith, um, a courageous faith, and uh, I think a clear example of that would be my grandmother who passed away a couple years ago. Um, but she was um, very much loved by her entire family for a variety of reasons, but um, just the love that she exuded and, and compassion and faith uh, for complete strangers, too, is something that you don't even see in a lot of believers today. And so, you know, heaven uh, got a good one um, when that happened. Um, but through her um, legacy, you know, that trickled down to my father and my family, who then, you know, down to me, and, and now I have the chance uh, or the continuation of um, providing a legacy for, for my two young strapping lads. And um, just what an amazing blessing. And just being in this church around amazing men and just amazing families and parents and seeing my kids connected in the church, uh, I just really um, reignited that, that focus into, yes, a legacy is so important, especially in today's cultural standards. And um, so the other side of that, um, you know, being able to serve and connect uh, with people. You know, growing up, I, I went to church, I went home, and that was really it. And, um, you know, I had my youth group, but, you know, since being here, it's just being plugged in in so many ways has been amazing for me just to get, put myself out there um, and do different things, uh, whether it's men's groups, whether it's men, men's groups, um, you know, playing drums, which has been an amazing blessing for me just to outpour my my love and praise uh, to God um, on those mornings. Um, you know, joining small groups, um, groups and teams abound. Um, I think a highlight for me was acting out 12 Days of Christmas and being the pear tree. So I think yeah, that, that was great. Um, but anyway, um, but through all these blessings, um, again, I've seen the importance of legacy and um, how my father or how I am a father um, to my boys, and um, you know, seeing them plugged in again and just you know, being a, around the other kids and other people and loving on them, and that makes me love them even more. Um, but getting to serve you know, the church through these ways was a, bless, was a blessing to us, both of us, Joanna and I. Um, so thank you, Southwoods, for being the mighty church you are, and uh, you've been an amazing blessing to our family. So thank you. Good morning. It's good to see everybody here on an anniversary Sunday. Um, I love this Sunday. I'm like Greg. We've been here a long time, 25, over 25 years. And I've seen a lot of people get up here and talk, and I don't know why you waited so long. Um, but it's great to share, and it's great to talk about something that we love and something that's impacted our life. And like I said, we've heard those stories from people over the years. And it's just, 
Um, it's amazing what God does and how life can change and how a family can change and how a community can change. And hopefully, guys, we pray that our country can change. And uh, anyway, like I said, we've attended Southwoods for over 25 years, and we're not a lot different than anybody else. Um, we started coming to this church because somebody told us about it. Somebody asked us about it. And name familiar to many of you, David Taylor is the guy that got us started going here. So um, many years ago, Gene and I and our three kids, Adam, he was 13, Teddy was nine, and Anna was four, loaded up and went to Oxford Middle School, if anybody knows about those days. Um, and it changed our lives. Um, we'd been attending church growing up. Both of our families did. Um, we were attending different churches looking for the right home. And uh, we walked through the doors of Southwoods, and we knew it was home. We knew it was going to be where we stayed, and we have for many years. Um, again, by somebody asking us, we have gone to many small groups. We've led small groups. We've been part of retreats. We've been part of mission trips. Um, and these are all things that have helped us to grow in our life with Christ and impacted not only us individually, but our children and hopefully those that were around. And um, by doing that, um, our lives have become better, stronger. Um, our married life is good. Our kids' lives are good. Um, just like that song said, God is good. And Gene's going to share a little bit about that, how that works in our family. And uh, then I'll close her up. Adam, our oldest son, went off to K-State. He had his future all planned out. He met and married Tracy there. Once they graduated, they moved to Wichita and had their first child, Alexa. Adam's plan derailed a little bit because God's plan was a blessing them with a special needs girl. God knew that this was going to draw them closer to him. And of course, God was right. Through the difficult moments, he and Tracy relied on God together and in turn, their marriage became stronger, and Christ became the center of their life. Today, Adam is an elder in his church in McKinney, Texas. He and Tracy lead life groups. They each disciple men and women on their own. We're not saying that this has been easy, but with Christ leading them, they have found their way. They were blessed with another daughter, Nora, who has the heart for the Lord as well. The Southwoods legacy is going strong in Texas. Teddy, our daughter, went off to school in Michigan. We were so thankful for her relationship with Christ. She was so far from home and had some very challenging times during her career in Michigan. She knew God was her constant companion and he got her through those times. He led, she led Bible studies with her teammates and let her faith be known to all those around her. She married Brian and has two children, Evelyn and Abraham. They, they attend church regularly. She is a teacher who stepped out of her box a couple of years ago. She and a fellow teacher emailed her entire school and let everyone know that they were starting a prayer group before school and everyone was invited. After much anticipation, the first morning, several people showed up 
including custodians, cooks, administration, and teachers. And that group has been going strong ever since. The Southwest legacy is going strong in Michigan. And last but not least, Anna is our youngest. She went off to K-State. As a freshman, she got involved in a campus ministry called Student Mobilization, STUMO for short. She was active in it until she graduated. After graduation, she went on staff for STUMO at Mizzou. She has led several girls to Christ. She met her husband, Alex, who was on staff at K-State. They married, and once after their marriage, Stumo sent them off to Northwest Missouri State to start a ministry there. God has blessed them, and he has blessed their ministry. They hold several Bible studies with all the sports teams, dance teams, and one-on-one -on -one studies with the students. Their son Emmett is a big hit with the students. The Southwood legacy is going strong in Michigan. Because of one man's invitation, our family has been changed forever. Because of one man's invitation, we are able to leave our children and our grandchildren the greatest legacy of all, the gift of life through Jesus Christ. Someone else starts, I'm so sorry, start someone else's life with Christ's legacy. Introduce yourself, invite. You never know what one invitation can do to change the life of one person or an entire family. Be aware, be ready. The opportunity is there for the taking. So to sum it up, um, you know, well over 25 years ago, somebody stepped out of their box and asked us to come to this church, and we did. We've been challenged, um, but through that, we, as Gene said, have developed a relationship with Christ that is strong. We've developed friendships that will never go away. Um, these aren't just earthly friendships, but these are eternal. And uh, so my challenge is to you guys, if you're sitting in those blue chairs, if you're out there watching on the internet and um, taking part of this that way. Just invite somebody. Get back in the blue chairs, guys. Get back in as a community. Get back to what God wants us to be, to challenge each other to be stronger for God, to be obedient, to hear his word, and to do what he asks us to do. Um, Southwoods has a mission statement, and I think that uh, in our lives it has so happened to know God to become fully devoted followers to God and find out what his purpose is for our lives. And uh, because of that invitation, that's what we've done. And uh, we so appreciate it. Thank you, Greg and Lori. I'm Darlene. And I'm so thankful to be a part of Southwoods. Lori, we've been praying those tears would come. Not now, please. <laughs> I was born and raised in Southern California. I was very active in my church, and I dedicated my life to God as a teenager. 
I got married right out of high school and we had planned on going into the ministry. But my husband had some health issues that became mental health issues and our marriage didn't last. My life was not going the way I had planned and I got so angry with God. And instead of running to him like I'd been taught all my life, I decided to run the other way. And for years and years and years, I made a bigger mess of my life because I was trying to make all the decisions and they were all wrong. One day I just finally realized I was exhausted and I was empty and I prayed that God would just take me back. And I knew I couldn't walk this life without a, a church. And after a few bad experiences of trying some churches out, I walked in here and I don't know who the first person was that I talked to at the door, but they introduced me to Bruce Morrill. And Bruce took me and walked me through this church and introduced me to people. He had me laughing, and I instantly felt like I had found a new home. That was 10 years ago in January. I joined a small group, and they not only took me in, they accepted me even with all my bad decisions. They've loved me and supported me. I started into a Bible study where I have a group of women who are my sisters forever. I was blessed to be able to go to Israel and that was an experience that changed my life. And the relationships that were built there, again, are forever. God has blessed me with a wonderful church family. You all have walked me through losing my father and my brother, who you all know was very dear to me. I couldn't have done those things without your love and support. As I thought about what to say this morning, I prayed that God would give me the words that would honor him so in closing, I just want to say, when it gets tough, don't run away. Because you know what? He's right there with you. He gets there before you do. He's around you. Turn back to God, and he'll help you through whatever you might be facing. To all of you who have been part of those groups and those Bible studies, working in the food pantry, and all the different things that I do around here, thank you. You are my family and you mean it, the world to me. Thank you. I'll sit right here. Good morning. I'm going to be honest with you, this is not what I would consider a hobby, um, speaking in front of people. Um, you can imagine my, su my surprise when Greg wrote a group message to me earlier this week saying I was speaking and he was so thankful. And I had no idea. <laughs> she, uh, she loves cute little surprises like that, I guess. But um, no, we, um, we got started here four and a half years ago. We spent the first six years of our marriage uh, looking for a church and had a lot of trouble with that. Um, uh, her brother got baptized and invited us here, and um, we wanted a church where we could grow um, in our faith. Um, 
great leadership, good people, and um, we came here. He got baptized, and I'll never forget, we got in the car, and she looked at me and said, this is it. And I agreed. I said, this is it. This is the one we were looking for. And um, um, our, kids are value, our kids are valued here, um, and we love that they're a priority. Um, um, fast forward a year ago, she got a, um, well, first of all, COVID hit. I got laid off from my job, and she got a phone call what, two days after I got laid off, and they said, she's a nurse, by the way, and they said, um, we would love to have you in New York on the front lines to fight COVID. And if you accept, you have to leave in less than 24 hours. And I knew before she got off the phone, she was leaving. And it was kind of scary. We had a four-year-old boy and a one-year-old boy. And, um, and she, I knew she was going and she'd be gone for about 10 weeks. And um, it really, it tested us for sure. But, you know, we got, we got through it. Um, and the woman in the video earlier said that it's so much better being in these blue chairs, and I agree with that. But those Sundays were very important to me. Having the boys, we could watch church. It was, um, it was very important to us. Um, and she's a rock star. She's, if you don't know Ashley, she's really good at what she does. She's, she's amazing. She really is. Um, I'll let her talk a little more about that. But you know, a year later, we're, um, she's here, home and he healthy. We're happy. We had our 11-year anniversary yesterday, and um, we're expecting our third baby boy in the next five or 10 minutes. So, yeah, so. so. Hi, everybody. Good morning. I'm Ashley Cush. Nice to meet you. Um, we have two and a half weeks before he's expected to come, so don't be alarmed. Um, See, so just like you said, we started here um, four and a half years ago. We came and the second we heard Greg speak, as many of you probably had, I mean, it was just like he was talking to us. It was like every sermon he has is just he speaks to us. And uh, we needed that. We wanted to grow. We wanted to um, grow in our marriage and grow in our relationship with God. And, and this church did that for us. Not only did that for us, but it also did that for our children, um, Kristen and, and Jackie and all the children ministry. I mean, our kids are so loved here. They are so excited to come here every Sunday. And that is a gift to us and every parent here to have that. It's just such an amazing blessing. Um, speaking on last year, the, the past year of our lives and how this, how this church has truly, truly blessed us, um, I did get a phone call on a Thursday saying, hey, we need nurses in New York. We've got this COVID pandemic. Um, we need you to go tomorrow. And I'm sitting there at my shift at Overland Park Regional in the ER thinking, I have got a four-year-old at home, a one-year-old at home, uh, and a husband that has no idea I'm having this conversation. And they're like, well, can you call us back in five minutes and tell us if you can come? I'm okay. So I call him, and I was like, I think I have to go. I think I have to go help people. We have to do this. And God, you know, with the strength that and the ministry that this church has given us, I said, I can, I can do this. I am strong enough to do this. I can do this. I can go and help people. God wants me to do this. So um, it wasn't but like four or five hours after I had found this information out, my phone rings, and it's Greg. He calls, and he's like, I heard you're going to New York to help with COVID. And I just automatically started crying. I was like, I'm so scared. What am I doing? Like, and he prayed with me, and I can't even tell you. It just the fears kind of went away. It just was like I, it reiterated that I am where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm helping people, and um, the whole time I was gone, I mean, people from this church called and offered meals and offered Harrison help, and 
it was just such a blessing. Just this church has just blessed us immensely. Um, we're hoping to join a small group with the shepherds. Um, we haven't been able to make it yet, but we're hoping once things kind of settle down with new baby and our other kids and our work schedules and stuff like that, we're hoping to join that. And uh, we are just so forever grateful to be here and to know so many of you and uh, to be part of this church. It's changed our lives forever and it'll change our children's forever. Be just like the story that um, Rob and Jean shared and we're excited that in 25 years we can stand up here and say those same things. So thank you all so much. We appreciate you all. So grateful for uh, all of you folks who did share this morning. Thank you, each of you. But uh, I know that <clears throat> over the years we've had so many people share, and um, I just was listening. There's a little thread of legacy this morning, just all the way through it. And, and that, that's, uh, I, I guess I look at our nation and our world, and I'm concerned about the legacies that are being left. You know. The, the, we're, we're a little, little off course. It is so important for all of us. It's so important for those of you who, who are listening uh, on, online as well. Just to be rooted in a Bible-believing, teaching church, you need this. Your children need this. Your grandchildren need this. And uh, don't... Uh, there, there is nothing that you're doing with your kids that is more important. Hear what I'm saying? Nothing that you're doing with them that's more important than what they will get in our children's ministry or in our student ministries. You know, you, you really do need to prioritize these things over and above, whether they're on a soccer team or whether they're in a dance troupe or whether they're in some other nice Christian organization, but it's not a church. It's not a Bible-believing church where you have that rootedness. Uh, I, I promise you, if, if you will do that now, you know, particularly those of you who have the young kids, I mean, it will make all the difference in the world 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Even if your kid goes off the rails, it makes all the difference because you've planted seeds and because you've got a peer group of people who, who are walking with you to go through that experience as an adult. It's just huge, it just is huge. So please don't underestimate the value of legacy as I see so many people doing nowadays. So enough of that, that was not in my notes to share, but um, it is in my heart. And um, I, I just plead with you, I plead with you parents. Uh, some of you have younger kids, guess what? They don't drive, they can't get here if you don't bring them. It, it really, you need to do that, all of us. We're so grateful here at Southwoods. I think of all the people who volunteer around here. You have people, ministry team volunteers. You, know, you think of our band who plays. Most of them are volunteers. You know, all of our technical equipment, almost everything's volunteers. Children's ministry, almost everything is volunteers. Fantastic volunteers in the student area. Fantastic volunteer life group leaders, on and on I could go. Fantastic food, food pantry volunteers and greeters and on and on. And, and I just think, I, particularly as it's anniversary Sunday, I just want to thank you. Know, a year ago, we weren't having services at this window of time. So many of you have like gone 
extra, the extra mile this past year uh, during this COVID experience, uh, which has just been a giant pain in the rear end, has it not? Uh, that's the spiritual way of saying it. <laughs> it's, it's just been horrible for all of us. Um, but, but yay you. And let me just say, I mean, some of you who've been doing extra duty in these last uh, you know, months, this last 12 months in particular, um, God sees, God knows, and God is working through you, through us, in spite of us. And just as Harrison said, you know, during that window of time, it was so important to him. It's, it's so, so important. So, uh, so please, please uh, receive that sense of God's affirmation. He is pleased with you. He is grateful for all that you're doing. And certainly all of us as a church leadership are as well. Thank you to our staff members who've, uh, you know, done all kinds of different things this past year. You know, you got Cody, who's done a lot more in the, st in the worship area because you can't meet with students. You can't do that. And uh, Kristen, and I, I could just walk through every one of them, you know, Tom and Tara and all the different things that they've done in the last year uh, over and above, you know, to try to help us on the technical side of what the one thing we can sort of provide during this window of time for our services. And so... Um, and, and, of course, the you volunteers who've helped make this happen from a technical standpoint. So, so grateful for you. I was thinking about, as Ashley was sharing, just, to, you know, here she is going to the front line, you know, in New York. And, you know, we've got some of our key volunteers who run technical screens and cameras and stuff, and, you know, who, who in the midst of the pandemic, guess what they're doing? They're, they're getting out. At that point, we don't have any clue how serious this is, how many people are going to get this this uh, sickness and uh, you know they're they're still coming out and running equipment so that the rest of us have service still have an opportunity to hear a word from God that's encouraging uh, inspiring that hopefully helps you uh, you know push aside fear and, and the insecurity and the instability that's going on around and uh, you know I could go on with that but but yay uh, yay all of you who did that so we're so grateful uh, I just think those are always that you have served, but let me just say this, God has worked through you. He's worked through us in spite of us is what he's done. He's been doing that for 31 years. He continues to do it today. You know, we get done here at the service, we're gonna have a couple of baptisms this afternoon. And we're, uh, we're excited about that right after church. And I would just say, if you maybe have never given your, uh, your life to Christ, this is a fantastic opportunity for you to come witness a baptism, to Maybe some of us, you know, today, we've been journeying with God for a little bit, but we've never, we've never demonstrated our faith in God through the act of baptism, as Scripture teaches us to do. Uh, as, you know, we've talked about that many times from a teaching standpoint. Maybe this is a weekend. You need to say, I want to be a part of that. Maybe you don't have time to get back for this service, but you can, can let us know today, and we can work something out in the next few days, you know, for you. But... Uh, we're so grateful and, and just, you know, Lord willing, uh, till Jesus comes, uh, we'll be gathering like this and doing this very kind of thing and, uh, because God's at work and uh, we want more and more of the legacy of Christ's life. Because you think about whatever the legacy of Southwoods is, is only relevant to the extent that it's an expression of Christ's legacy. Really, it's a legacy that he started and those 12 who gathered around him 
and those who gathered around them. And it's, it is an ongoing legacy until Christ comes. Jesus himself says in one passage, I think it's Luke 18, when, when, I come, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on earth? And it's a rhetorical question when he asks it. Uh, to the extent that we have anything to do with it as a church, we want the answer to that to be yes. Yes. He will find faith on earth. It may not be everywhere out there, but with God's help, we want it to be here among us. And so join us in that legacy. Join us in that if, uh, if you're not already on board with that. Uh, speaking of legacy, before we uh, uh, close in prayer, I want to introduce a couple people to you. Michael and Debbie, go ahead and come on up. Uh, 31 years ago, this very weekend on Southwood's opening day, Lori and I met a number of you, but we met Michael and Debbie uh, in the midst of that. And uh, um, over the years, they've... You're making this hard. Uh, over the years, they've served in lots of capacities uh, around here. I think back to their very earliest days. Debbie was a volunteer office uh, volunteer force, and she would answer the phone. She would field stuff that came in. We didn't have any money to pay anybody. You know, Lori and I were barely making anything back in those days. And uh, Debbie was volunteering and coming in and, and just doing this. And uh, Michael encouraged her, facilitated that. You know, I think of Michael, I mean, he's led gobs and groups. Um, he's mentored some of you professionally in your careers uh, and just done that. Uh, because that's kind of who he is. And uh, uh, I think of people who've gotten jobs over the years, who've lost jobs and found jobs, or at least found encouragement in the search of that because of Michael. I think of uh, other leadership gatherings uh, that he's uh, contributed to and led. Uh, he's been an elder for more than 10 years. Mm -hmm. He's been pushing 15, I think, right in that vicinity. Uh, he's been a friend. Uh, they've been friends, spiritual support to lots and lots of people. But it all goes back to day one. And, and I think that's, besides the fact that I like you, I think that's part of why it, it really gets to me. It's kind of this combination thing. Well, they, you know, without asking my opinion or God's opinion, they sold their, they retired and sold their house and they're moving to Colorado. No, actually, we've talked about this, but um, they're moving to Colorado and, uh, the, but here's an interesting thing. They're, uh, they're still planning to be connected. How's that? Well, it's this amazing, weird phenomenon that we have with some of the technology that we have at this point. They're, they're planning to start like a home group, home Bible, home church, house church, and uh, they're going to live stream our services uh, and then uh, have a, a Bible study that Michael and Debbie lead during the week and, of course, shepherd people that try to bring some people who don't know Christ into their group and, and so forth. And... Uh, which made me think that's all the more reason, you know, I, I sent out an email and we talked a little bit, not very much, because we don't really like to talk about money a whole lot. Uh, we, we try to make it count when we do. But, uh, you know, we did this home or this audio upgrade thing that we've been talking about. I sent an email. Some of you remember that? How many of you got the email? Okay, good. I don't have to send it again. So, uh, but, um, you know, it's just like, 
you know, we're just trying to say how do we, they're not the only ones thinking this kind of stuff. We've got people in other parts of the country who are thinking this, people who don't have a church like this where they are, or at least they haven't found it yet. And so it's an opportunity to connect, and we're providing that. And so it, you just think in the, in the current generation that we're in, whether it's good, bad, or other, uh, it, it's important that we just try to optimize you know, the sound and what we do because that's such a key thing so that people can stay engaged uh, when they're at home doing this. But anyway, I, I could go off on that, and I won't. Uh, just encouragement that this is an opportunity. If you can support that in some way over and above your regular giving, please do. Just write audio upgrade on it and on a check or whatever. And, you know, it's just important. But they're planning to start this house church. We want to pray for them about that. We want to pray for God's blessing. I wanted you to know, I mean, he's been an elder. For, Michael's been an elder for a bunch of years. And COVID's messed up this transition dramatically in the last year because it's been coming for a year, roughly. Uh, but we wanted you to, to have a chance to, to say bye for now uh, for some of you. And then just wanted to give you an opportunity to say thanks. And, and I'm saying thanks. Because uh, the legacy of all that's going on here is, is tied to them and many of you, so many of you. It, it just doesn't, I mean, God works, but he works through people sovereignly. He's chosen to do that. And he's worked through them. And uh, just want to pray a blessing on them as well as we wrap up, okay? Uh, if you need prayer for something afterwards, I invite you to come on down. We'll pray for you. If you want to hang around for the baptism, if you've never seen one, invite you to hang around. If you need to be baptized, let us know. Um, but we, uh, we do love you. God loves you. And uh, trust that you'll join in with us in the, you know, the ongoing leg of the race. We got another year to go. COVID's over, kinda. Maybe not. We don't know, right? So we, gotta, we just got, we need each other. And so we hang in there with us, all right? Let's stand together. We're gonna close in prayer. We're gonna play for Michael and Debbie as we uh, wrap up here, all right? You would just, if you're here in the room or even in the camera, just kind of hold out your hand for them, pray blessing on them because of all that they've done over the years. Father, we thank you for... Uh, uh, just your faithfulness and uh, the legacy that you began, Lord Jesus, uh, the legacy of faith that uh, you intend for all of us to, to live according to before the Father. And uh, thank you that you're at work cultivating that in our hearts and lives. And uh, so thankful for all of the people that you're using here on a routine basis. And I ask your blessing on everyone who shared this morning, their families, your your protection for them, your, your spirit to be at work in their homes and their lives. And pray for that for all of us here this morning because we've all got a testimony to share, stories to share of how you're working. But I pray that for Michael and Debbie and just ask God that uh, you'll bless them. So grateful for you bringing them into our lives 31 years ago. So grateful. Um, knew then that they were a gift but had no idea then what we know now. It's so, so appreciative of your kindness toward us. It asks that just as they have modeled a, a legacy of leadership and faithfulness here, raise up more. We need more, God. We need more churches like Southwoods across the country. We need more people of faith. We need more men and women who are willing to listen to your spirit and obey your word and 
and follow you, Lord Jesus. And uh, apart from that, we're all in deep, deep trouble. And uh, we just ask God for more, more here. And we ask for more in their lives as they uh, step into a new place and as they endeavor to, to launch this house church, God. I just pray that you'll empower them, give them wisdom, pray that, that they and we will all learn together through this experience and pray, Father, that others who are thinking about this kind of thing, who may be listening even now via live stream, just ask God that you will that you will facilitate by your Holy Spirit what only you can do. Uh, the word of God spread like wildfire in the early church because uh, it wasn't just, uh, because you sent it everywhere through people. I just pray, Father, that you'll multiply uh, listeners, but also those who will launch home churches like this all over the country tied to Bible-believing churches like Southwoods. God, we need that and um, just desperately need it. Help, help that to happen. And now, Lord, as we, uh, as we uh, conclude, uh, we just pray for your blessing on them and your blessing on Southwoods for the coming year and years, Lord. Um, what you've begun, may you carry it through to completion until that day when you return to the scene, Lord, which we know is coming. And help us to be men and women, families of faith on that day when you show up. Grateful for your grace that you hear our prayers. We ask all these things in Jesus' precious and powerful name. Amen. 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 Bless you guys.